Babadu, Eric. What's up? <laughs> Greetings, King. How are you? <laughs> wow. Another episode <laughs> of Think Fresh, everybody. Absolutely. <sighs> you know, we are, uh, we have to address this right off the top. We are both sweaty eaters right now. We are, we are two sweaty patrons right now because there is a heat wave here in, uh, in I think, all of Canada, but over here in Western Canada, I think it's especially bad because we're pussies. It's nasty, Eric. I'm actually recording this episode from my patio rather than my uh, like in-house recording studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if like you hear some uh, like screams or any like loud noises, it's probably just the people in the street down below. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna wonder. I was wondering about the road bike uh, behind you. I know your road bike, Dill. Yeah, uh, this is a carbon fiber frame. <laughs> <laughs> Super light. Super light, dude. Those uh, handlebars uh, just look like they're made of steel, but they're actually completely carbon, you, you say. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, even the, the tires. Seat, it's interesting how the seat looks like it's adjusted for a 15-year-old. Thank you. Well, you, if there's one thing you know about me, it's that I have the inner leggings of a 15-year-old. <laughs> that is absolutely something I know about you. Um, mm-hmm. But Ty, I am also recording uh, with my balcony wide open because, mm. you know, rather than soundproofing the booth here, I decided to allow oxygen inside so I can not kill myself. A wise choice to record al fresco, my friend. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're both pretty sweaty. You know, when you like have cheese in a bag, but it's like not cold. Bag, you know what I mean? When you like have cheese and it warms up in a bag and it gets like really mm-hmm. goopy, mm-hmm. yeah, it's goopy, that's, a little stanky, little stank little stanky. Yeah, that's that's my body right now. It's uh-huh. it's not in its prime. Absolutely, you must wonder what the cheese at Subway goes through if it's uh, you know, locked up in a little container uh, in I'm the so- line. I'm surprised it's so dried out to be honest, because yeah, it's hot in there. It's in a bucket with other cheese. There's like mm-hmm. the, like the warmth of human touch every few minutes, just adding Absolutely. to that fire. You already know that it's not being the temperature is not being regulated because it's being opened every three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what the the cheese there is so heavily processed that um, it really doesn't matter what you do to it. You could run it over with a car and it'd be it would taste the same. <laughs> That's a good point. We did discover in a previous episode. Long-time listeners will remember that the cheese is actually like 45% wood chips. And I think mm-hmm. that w- that dryness of the wood chip is what keeps the cheese sweats from forming. Create a little pool, little pool of, of cheese sweat in the bucket. Mm, cheese sweat is a delicacy in, in France, I hear. Mm-hmm. It's like that you, like, you know, you drain the cheese into a nice little, into a little cappuccino cup. Uh, and that is a nice little happy to just wet your palate. Oh yeah, you dive into yourself. It's one of the more underrated sauces. Wow, cheese sweat! (laughs) (laughs) Extra cheese sweat, please. Yeah, could you wring out this marble on top of my sandwich, please? (laughs) Yum, yum. I wonder Um, how the um, frontline artists are dealing with the heat, though, Eric. Like you and I, we got our El Fresco patios, but I don't think Subway's mm -hmm. known for its air conditioning. That's a good point. Maybe it's not cheese sweat after all. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, um, just like some beads running down that plastic glove. Oh, God, yeah. 
Dude, that that must be a, a hazardous work environment. Uh, I can't even. Know. I don't even. Can they even hold the sandwich? Like my hands would get so sweaty if I had to wear plastic gloves all day. Dude, yeah, it's like you already know when the plastic glove starts fogging up, then uh, you don't want that guy making your sandwich. That's time to wrap up. Time wrap it up. <laughs> And I don't mean that. I don't mean order the wrap. I mean get out of there. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Ty? I did uh, dine El Frasco last night as well, um, and I realized that because of this godforsaken heat wave, almost every restaurant was closed. It was like mm-hmm. impossible to find a place to dine. And not only that, but it was like eight, eight or nine p.m. and it was like beautifully moderate outside. It was like mm-hmm. the perfect time to be outside. You know, the sun went down already. Um, there's no blistering heat. Uh, you know, I'm able to sit outside with a T-shirt on and, and not sweat profusely. But every single restaurant is closed. You got to wonder if it's because of the oven or, or the flash toaster. <laughs> yeah, you'd think as we emerge from the grips of this crippling pandemic, restaurants would be uh doing everything they can to stay open and attract business, even during a heat wave as strong as this. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has developed a palette for vacation days. That is true. Everyone is you know, too locked into the rent freeze <laughs> that was happening mm-hmm. this year that's been extended to next year. Um, mm-hmm. And they're also enjoying the fruits of Daddy Trudeau's uh, serve benefit. Uh, mm-hmm. So there really is no reason to clock in anymore. There Just really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, just roll up you know the what? old way, and there's no artist behind the line. You gotta just d- DIY it. Yeah, absolutely. I just d- that's your moment to DIY the sub. Um, mm-hmm. But it just dawned on me that the hardest working um, class of people, the Mexicans, they did stay open. Um, I did have some Mexican food last night, and it was fantastic. Uh, nice little family-owned joint. That's great. It it makes sense. Like uh, I feel like the um, me- Mexican lifestyle is very accustomed to the heat that we are, uh, the the novel heat wave that we are experiencing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> novel in more ways than one. Um, but you're right. It, they were cooking it up in the kitchen. I did gain some intel that it was much hotter indoors at this establishment than outdoors. Um, so therefore, we did sit outside. Um, but yeah, it was. It seemed to be that the chefs, all the staff were, you know, not too worried about it. <laughs> they seemed to just, you know, coast through it. And uh, they said, you know, what, just like back home, except we're living, earning a living wage. So mm-hmm. you got to hand it to yeah. them. And they, they, I think they were way busier because everything else was literally closed. Dude. Like we tried four restaurants and they're all closed. That's crazy. I, I feel the same way, though. I've, I've done many loops around the city trying to find a restaurant after 9 p.m. It's almost impossible you start looking at that green and yellow sign thinking is this where i'm dining tonight (laughs) is this my only option yeah not only was um (laughs) the failing browns was closed but also the illustrious campus club was also closed really uh, due to the heat wave yeah so makes you wonder if if it's truly a luxurious spot to be Damn, that's trash, man. And speaking of trash, is that a garbage garbage tr- truck in your alley? It sure is. Is it that bad? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, the failing... You're here club. first on Think Trash. 
used to be the most reliable of dining establishments, but it seems like Failing Feeney is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's letting, letting uh, the people down, letting the loyal yeah. patrons down. Mm-hmm. Footlong Fetish Feeney uh, closes doors to all his loyal clientele. You know, mm-hmm. you would expect places like Soul House or whatever to stay open because, you know, they want to be a safe haven for their loyal, lawyer, loyal, high-budget clientele. Um, mm-hmm. But Chef Feeney was not happy. He said, you know what, I'm not trying to sweat up a storm here. So let me just go ahead and close up shop. Yeah, I imagine that Cactus Club falls into this category of clubs, which is like the faux club. So there's no real membership, right? Kind of like I would put Costco in that as well. Like, the idea of a Costco club membership isn't really exist. It's kind of, like, same with, like, the Supreme mailing list. Like, that's not really a club. Mm-hmm. But you just kinda... provide your email. Yeah. Much like Cactus Club. When you walk up, you just give your phone number and say, yeah, it'll be about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So, do you have to pay a fee to be a true club? Is there... What about the Subway Club? The Sub Club? The Sub App? Well, okay. Or do you mean we uh, went like through... a... <laughs> when you say Sub Club, are you talking about the app or like a Facebook Sandwich. group full of project managers who talk about what sub they order? Damn. <laughs> yeah, and it could go either way. It could also even be a menu item for all we know. But we, I did see in Subway's list of like trademarked terms sub club mm-hmm. was up there oh that is true it was, yes. it was posted so they must be planning some sort of like exclusive sandwich experience mm-hmm. dude I, I wonder what an exclusive sub experience is because ordering the chicken bacon ranch is already pretty exclusive mm-hmm. only a select few can afford the extra dollar right anything signature is going to uh dissuade your kind of everyday blue collar patron i would suspect that those mm-hmm. are like the, the signature menu exists almost solely to impress dates mm-hmm. um my impress my party trick at subway is to order the tuna sub and identify the species while eating it <laughs> tastes like albacore it's mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, not ahi yeah that's impressive i think there's like a lot of people it, with law degrees that would really like to um that talent eric i'm very happy you said that ty <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a uh, man searching searching subway sandwich on twitter always yields fascinating results ty and today is no exception um but apparently you know, there is a very niche market of uh, Subway lingerie or Subway, like, dressing that is not work safe, let's just say. Um, it's not food safe or work safe. And uh, mm. I got I to gotta ask, you know, Halloween is coming up. <laughs> Halloween's coming up in about a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> do you think, um, is there room for a sexy sandwich? This is a departure of a conversation, but <laughs> yeah, wow, you took this on a one eighty. Um, <laughs> skip the meat, went straight for the vegetables. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, so I think that there is totally an opportunity 
for a sexy sandwich. I don't know what it looks like. Well, it's tough because like sandwiches usually don't have sexy qualities. You know, they're like really like they're they're kind of like beefy mm-hmm. and like no curves. No curves. Maybe there's like maybe a, a male sexy sandwich. You can make you can turn it into like a pretty hunky dude. <laughs> that is true. I did. Um, I was, you know, outside the other day walking around the beach. And I saw a man in his like sixties or seventies. He was he was wearing a thong, but it wasn't nice. just a it wasn't just a thong like a woman white might wear, uh, or those who identify as as female or woman, uh, who might wear right. But not only that, but this guy was wearing uh, it almost looked like a thong designed for for those with a piece on them. You know what I'm saying? It had a little mm. like it had a little sub safe sandwich holder at the front, uh, for his thing to just hang out in, um. So it was designed for that. Can you can wow. you picture what I'm talking about, Ty? Yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. It's almost like it was 3D printed around his unit. Uh, not exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't solid per se, <laughs> but it was. Um, it looked like a sock almost. It was like a. It was like a string with a sock in front. Oh, cool. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm picturing that very nicely. Yeah. So it's kind of like much, when you yeah. put the foot long in the plastic bag. Yes, that was in the front of his unit. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, it got me thinking Halloween costume for men be a la Subway it could be a nice little thong with a sandwich hanging out in front for you to rest your That's thing. Great. That's great. <laughs> I, might just, I might just put my um, uh, my little guy in just a, a foot-long bag. I think that would be the, the move. And just, mm-hmm. You're, you're just mighty melt. My mighty mouth. <laughs> it's more than two inches, Aaron. Um, yeah, dude. I am. So, I can't say. Uh, I can't say I'm excited for Halloween this year. I'm too. I'm enjoying this heat wave. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. I know that, like in countries like India, when it's really hot, they consume warm things because then it triggers their body to cool themselves down. So, like, having mm-hmm. tea when it's hot out actually cools your body down. It's kind of counterintuitive. But I'd imagine you could do the same thing at Subway to kind of mitigate the effects of this heat wave. Mm-hmm. That is a great point. Like, no matter what temperature it is outside, it could be, I mean, it is right now in the 40s. Um, but we are still toasting our sub, okay? Always mm-hmm. going toasted, melting the cheese. Always going toasted. Um, yeah. I also hear that, you know, I think a lot of Asian countries will have, like, spicy like ramen or like spicy noodle soup mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the warmer months as well so hot food and also spice oh, yeah. levels are high i think yeah. it also triggers your body to just cool off um so yeah i can totally see how that works i would totally still get the spicy you know spicy bmt that toasted hell at yeah get it toasted we're gonna double down on the jalapenos mm-hmm. hot sauce you know, and southwest Mm-hmm. This is a good thing, actually. Like, only hot countries eat spicy food regularly. It's like where it's like a part of their like culinary culture. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, you think like you think that Mexico. like spicy food is a part of like Canadian culinary culture? Hell no. No way, dude. If you throw like a chili flake inside of someone's mac and cheese, they're gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. Call an ambulance for that person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, have you ever had the bobby wing at Wings Thai? 
No, but I know people who have dabbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, former guest uh, Amin <laughs> has been pe- pressuring me uh, incessantly to go to Wings with him and have the Bobby Wing, and I just like can't even. I can't picture myself doing it because I don't want to ruin my day. So, for the listeners, what's the Bobby Wing? Um, for the listeners who don't know what a Bobby Wing is, it, I think basically it is a type of hot wing that you have to sign a waiver in order to uh, eat. It's like one of those ones where you like. It's like mm. tastes like asshole, but it's supposed to be so spicy. It's like, like apparently fun for white people to do. Um, it's kind of like the show Hot Ones. <laughs> mm, party tricks. It's just yeah, a party so, trick to eat one. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, I don't know what's the point of like having a, a food that's like so spicy that's not even enjoyable and just ruins the rest of your week. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I don't know what's the point of that, but you know, I'm I've been fighting the good fight over here, and I've been denying it, denying every opportunity that arises. I thought maybe you'd have something else to say about it. <laughs> well, I don't. I've never tried the Bobby Wing. I don't know. I don't do well with extreme spice, like most neither people like me. But I do think it's hilarious to sign like a some sort of don't sue me agreement before consuming food at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Absolutely. Liability maybe, waiver uh, of sorts. Yeah, maybe Subway should adopt that strategy. Like, like sign this waiver and you can't complain about what's in the tuna fish. I was going to say the seafood medley probably should have a waiver associated. Maybe even <laughs> the meatball because that thing can take a, like a, any human down. That thing mm-hmm. is heavy. Your stomach's going to take a beating from that thing. Um, yeah, but not only like a, it's not only really like a food quality issue, but it's like, um, you know, you might feel sick, you might really feel sick after that thing. Um, mm-hmm. we're just picturing a bobby wing sandwich. <laughs> wow, wow, and the meat on it. Yeah, I would, I think if I got that, I would uh pair it with some cooling sauces, so like a mayo, maybe a ranch, uh, perhaps some like cooling vegetables as well tomatoes and cucumbers and i think you might actually complement it pretty nicely and get this kind of hot hot and cold sandwich experience mm-hmm. absolutely Ty. well speaking of hot and cold we do have to end this episode now we have to run <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know once again Ty, it's been a pleasure talking to you you too eric you stay cool out there go ice your feet have a cold brew Mm-hmm. Take a nap. Yeah. I already know you'll be staying cool out there, Ty, but I also want to make sure you don't overheat. I'm not overheating. I'm not overeating, man. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, talk to you later. Ready. Ciao. Ciao.